Hey, what's Waters? Welcome back. This week, we are sharing insights from Alex Drinker and Rob Garf on what is top of mind in retail as we kick off the new year. You'll hear some of the top themes, challenges, and opportunities for retailers and where they should be focused for 2023. Enjoy. Rob Garf here, GM for retail at Salesforce, joined by my good friend, Alex Drinker, who's VP of Industry Advisors globally for retail. And we're just going to spend the next couple of minutes chatting about what we're hearing, what we're seeing, what we're all living in the world of retail. And, you know, we're coming out of the holiday season here. It was surprisingly a fairly positive one, particularly in the U.S., Certainly, there are still headwinds in Europe and other parts of the world, but retailers are looking at some fairly strong sales. The talk of the town is around margin and profitability. And that's really as we're turning our sights on the next year as retailers close out their calendar, similar to Salesforce at the end of January, as they reconcile the holiday and they look at the returns and exchanges and their overall bottom line, they're setting their eyes on investments for the next year. If we think about the last couple of years, it's all been around being very scrappy, really adhering to and adjusting to new consumer expectations in the digital world. And you know, as retailers turn their sites, they're now looking to go from scrappy to scale, gain efficiency, gain scalability, gain overall profitability. So as we're thinking about the next year, Alex, I want to turn to you. You're on the ground with our field, talking to executives all day long. What are you hearing? The headwinds, the tailwinds, the good and bad, lay it on us. I mean, it's been a challenging one for our retail leaders, but they are much like all of us in tech, thinking about profitability, their operating margin. And so I think that's causing everybody to kind of look inward and look at how their holiday is doing. And then from that, they're going to measure their buying on tech based off of whether or not they had kind of a good or bad holiday. I think there's been a lot of kind of capacity issues, not only with product slowing down and coming into stores, but also thinking about internal resource capacity where retailers have been strained with taking on new projects and thinking about how to serve their customers. But what we all know is that customers are demanding more and they're demanding a better frictionless, personalized experience. And so retailers are going to start turning to that as we look at next year. I'd say here's the top themes. Think about ROI, time to value, kind of thinking about where they're going to get the most bang for their buck when they have kind of reduced budgets and a higher kind of a focus on those budgets. They're going to be thinking about things that are more project-based instead of broad kind of transformational projects. And I think that's going to force everybody to just think about how do you drive value off of each investment that you have. So moving forward, I'd say there's probably a couple themes that we hear over and over. And I know you talk about this a lot, Rob, and hint, hint, there may be something coming out from Salesforce around retail predictions. But Maybe I'll start with saying one of the things I think folks are going to be doing in the industry is really thinking about more retention than acquisition. And I think we know that it can cost up to 25 times more to acquire a new customer than to retain an existing one. And just a 5% increase in customer retention produces a profit anywhere from 25 to 95% more for those retailers. So think about retention as the big term that folks are going to be using. 
Yeah, I think you're spot on, Alex, in terms of retention. There's been a lot of switching over the last couple of years. Loyalty has been redefined. Certainly, it's been focused on convenience and availability. And now it's as much about value. So you talked about the cost constraints. It's a real balance between loyalty and making sure the consumers that you've attracted over the last couple of years stay with you and buy more as they're shopping more frequently, but also doing that more profitably. So I think you're spot on. We're also seeing, you know, as it relates to service, not just about efficiency and profitability, which has always been within the four walls of the call center, but it's also about expanding service well beyond those four walls. We saw it in the course of the pandemic where associates, store associates became service agents. They became social influencers. They became live streamers. And that will continue to be the case where these store associates picking up micro shifts as labor shortage continues to reign, picking up shifts at home and being able to serve the consumer via email, chat, or text. And also providing the store associates when they are in the physical store to be service agents and have access to consumer information. What's their email? What's their address? What's their phone number? Be able to capture that information. Progressive data capture certainly is something we're hearing more and more. On the commerce side, continuing to focus on those consumers that are shopping at the edge. You know, over the course of the pandemic, our research showed that there's 40% more net new digital shoppers than there were the year prior. And most of that behavior stuck. That means they're now traversing both digital and physical with the phone as really the remote control of the access and the portal into the brand. And it's critical that brands are pushing themselves to wherever the consumers are. And that's increasingly outside the four walls of the retailer, whether that's on social, messaging, live streaming, voice, in your automobile. As Alex mentioned before, breaking down that friction between inspiration and purchase. All right, Alex, I'm going to turn it back over to you as we bring this home here. I mean, if anything, we talked about doing more with less, but customers are expecting us to do more in general. So I think at the end of the day, what everybody's just going to continue to be focused on, we've said it a couple of times, is frictionless, personalized experiences to really drive loyalty in an ever-growing competitive landscape for retailers, both online and in-store. But I, for one, super excited. I did a lot of shopping this holiday, and so I'm hoping the results will be positive for a lot of our customers. But one way or another, I think Salesforce is uniquely positioned to help them across the entire value chain, and I'm super excited for next year. Yeah, I mean, Salesforce from its outset was focused on the customer, unlike our competitors who might have had a heritage in merchandising or supply chain or financials or content for that matter. Salesforce is the customer company and no better partner than us to really help serve our retailers as they're looking to engage with their consumers, the shoppers in whole new ways. Thank you all for continuing to focus on the industry. What I like to think about is the best industry and good luck with the rest of Q4 and hopefully we'll crush it. Yeah, you know, in this season of light and gratitude, I'd like to just thank all of you for being amazing partners and crushing it this year and looking forward to an even better next year. 